Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I talk 1071, everything in entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We do appreciate your company, and I think it's time to head to the clubhouse. Well, yeah, Andy Cohen had a delightful little uh, uh, confection of two people, Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. Mm -hmm. Of course, Timothy Oliphant, we know from lots of things, but we loved him best in the television show Justified, which is Elmer Leonard. And and Lori just said before we came back, I really, really want him to get a better job. We want him not to be a show we'd like to watch. Oh, then Santa Clarita, whatever it's called. Mm. It's terrible, no, but it's boy, the no. truth. Yeah. Nope. Did you guys like it? Well, I didn't watch it. I didn't even give it a shot. Oh, I did give it a shot. No. And uh, I love him, though. I feel like it's a waste of his talent. I'm with you, yeah, sister. Yeah, and he was also in Deadwood. And I did watch that show for a little bit. I uh, had to watch it with closed caption because I couldn't understand a damn word anyone was saying. <laughs> and he did tell uh, Andy or somebody that called it, no way will there be a Deadwood movie because that show was like critically acclaimed right. people mm-hmm. loved it and then mm-hmm. it went off the air mm. okay it was on hbo and it was a very culty hit i mean and it was you know anyway he said no way it's gonna happen so let's let's um uh, let's start with drew barrymore of course one of the things uh drew barrymore will always be remembered for besides et and going to studio 54 when she was like seven is flashing David Letterman on oh, yeah. his show. Uh, here we go. Drew, Rob R. wants to know if you keep in touch with David Letterman. No. No. He's a grouch. He's a grouch. Oh, he he is a grouch. a grouch. I mean, he's famous. I happened to win him over in that moment. Yes, yes. Well, it was always nice to that'll, be afterwards. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll and, do it. But he didn't expect it, and I didn't expect it, and it was no. Nor did so. That was a totally unplanned. True. That was a totally unplanned moment. I mean, oh my just god! Like, it was spur of the moment, like weird, just like hedonistic. Of course it was. Freedom. Can you imagine that being in the preview? No. no. Yeah. Right. So now you're <laughs> gonna get up. And, and you know what? I have to say, <laughs> I wouldn't have respected myself. It was if it was some of course. And when you left, were you? Did you expect it to be the cultural moment? I'm not kidding. I we ran in the car because there's always a big crowd of yes. paparazzi outside that Stephen Colbert, yes. David Letterman, famous studio. I got in the car with Nan, yes, Jimmy's wife, and I. I literally went. I think something might have gone crazy today. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my God! What? It was I... an amazing moment. It was great. I saw I'm it. glad it happened. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Really it fun. really was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, and that didn't come up. So he's the, that's the second thing about the pre-interviews. Yeah, you know they do a couple of these with everybody. Yeah, yep. 
I don't know if they really do it with these. Uh, I suppose they have to do it. They want to ask if people will play plead the fifth or something like that. Yep. But um, uh, okay, so here's um, Andy Cohen asking Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore about movie roles that they both have famously turned down. Okay. Do you ever regret turning down Fast and the Furious? And did Vin Diesel ever thank you for the part? I remember I was hanging out with Eddie Vedder. And no. Um, <laughs> I got that joke. Thank By you. the way, he was around in my world too. Oh, oh God. Oh, yeah. Do you regret turning down the Fast and the Furious? Um, uh, I haven't. Uh, no. 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 I don't it's not believe my him. thing. I don't either. But yeah, and you know. Did you? Why did you turn it down? Because it wasn't your thing. I just thought, well, this will just again with me. I just thought. Well, this would just be stupid. Right. And I thought, no one's going to want to see this movie eight or nine different times. Right. I mean, by the third or fourth sequel, people are going to definitely get bored of it. Right. Nope. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, by the way, on that note, Paige B said, did Drew really turn down the lead role in Showgirls? What? Did you turn down Showgirls? Um, I, I think it was a mutual... The agreement between me and Paul Verhoeven, the director. Um, so I famously turned down, uh, you famously turned down something that ended up being a laughing stock. And I famously turned down something, <laughs> something that was that a cash became cow. a worldwide right. cash yes. cow. Yes. You would be, you would have your own plane. God. Yes. I know. I know. <laughs> and he's so, so cute. And he's married to his college sweetheart. And they have three kids. They got he's, married oh, when they were nice. 23. I oh, miss, he's gorgeous. I miss seeing him. And he did have a funny comedic role in The Grinder. Oh, I, yeah, I did yeah watch that. the Rob Lowe, Fred Savage oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that uh, thing. So anyway, here this is a this is a great story. This is Drew Barrymore, Courtney Love in Seattle after a Green Day concert. I think Drew, I want to know if you have a crazy story or night that you had with Courtney Love back in the nineties. Oh, uh, my favorite Courtney love story ever, which I don't think I... I'm so sick of your life already. (laughs) (laughs) Just sick of it. Okay, but you'll like this story. So Courtney and I were at the backstage of a Seattle club. I was bartending in the 90s. Yeah. We just come from, like, seeing Green Day. We were going in to see, like, a back play at a coffee house. And uh, the bouncer said, I'm sorry, you can't come in you don't have a backstage pass. And Courtney looked at him and goes, my face is a backstage pass. Yes! And then swept him aside and just walked in and I was still left there standing. I was like, (laughs) I mean... Kind of awesome. That's amazing. (laughs) Can you imagine? I gotta say that. That is a good one. It's not so bad. it you makes, would just sit there like, oh my gosh. It makes me wish Drew Barrymore would write a real memoir. Oh, she wow. wrote, I read her lollipops and, you know, yes. dog, that yeah. memoir the that flowers. she did, a couple of the flowers flowery thing, yeah. uh, which I, I did enjoy that book. But she has stories. She's been with everyone. For days and days. Like, she was a regular at Studio 54 when she was like eight. Mm-hmm. And Diana Ross like showed her some dance moves, and she was just adored because I mean, what's more cute than an adult in a dis? I mean, a, a child, child, in, a child a in a disco that's oh. precocious, surrounded by booze and cocaine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's play the last one. This is again Drew Barrymore. 
Megan Ewa says, Drew, I know it's been 30 years since E.T. I'm just curious if there would ever be a sequel with Elliot and Gertie's kids meeting an E.T. family. We got this so much for you. I don't understand. Is this in the ether? Have people been talking about this I idea? will say in, in the early 80s, um, there was not always a lot of talk of sequels. And because Steven Spielberg made Jaws and E.T., there was a lot of talk within his camp about sequels. But he never wanted to make them because he felt like what he did was just as it should be. I, I totally and, agree. And uh, I remember being seven and staying at his house for the weekend. He was a godfather to me. Right. He said, no, we're, we're never going to make a sequel. It's just as it is. And uh, that was his philosophy. So who was I to ever question it? Well, I, I, I kind of agree. I got to tell you. Hmm. You know, that makes sense, though. Yeah. But she also, on, on the after show, mm -hmm. they asked her, someone called about, you know, she has made quite a few movies with Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. They teamed up for The Wedding Singer, 50 First Dates, Blended. Oh, yeah, and, they did so many movies. And so people, someone called in and said, are you guys going to work together? And she goes, here's the thing. Adam and I have done a movie every 10 years, three decades in a row. We cannot mess with that. We just haven't figured out what we're going to do yet. But we're like... We're so fat. We're so old. What the blank? Like, literally, the last thing I suggested him was a remake of On Golden Pond. I just watched it on a Korean flight home. It's really boring, though. I'm into a remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with me and Adam on oh Netflix, gosh. which would be hysterical. Yeah, be funny, yeah. Yeah, but she, I just love it. She does have, a, like, really some stories. She also uh, talked about, um, and she and Timothy Oliphant have pretty, really pretty good Do chemistry. They? Yeah. I, I wish I liked I wish that I show liked that more. Show. Well, maybe the second season will be maybe, better. Maybe, but she she did tell the uh, Andy. And the Carrie and Fisher story. Yeah, that she's proud she survived all the Carrie Fisher parties that she went to because they were oh, so... Really? wild um yeah. she she said i loved going to carrie's house it was a hacienda type of like beautiful home off Coldwater canyon very la i'd be there for her parties her office was there in the daytime and it was classic it was crazy and there was tons of cocaine yeah we saw that in the documentary or yes yeah. in 2010 she said that she did so much cocaine on the set of Ooh, the Carrie empire Fisher? empire strikes back back that even john belushi Told her she had a problem. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah, that's something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, uh, Drew Barrymore's her. Godfather is not going to let Carl Carl's Junior. You know the hamburger place that's really I think just West Coast. Yeah, they were going to sell Spielburgers because it's it's a part of the new. Was it going to be it's a part of Ray? They they wanted to do it as a tribute to his this new re, virtual reality movie. He yeah, is Ready coming Player out. One. Yeah, I don't even it's know. It's not what getting it is. good reviews. It's yeah. not. Um, the chain restaurant said we're pretty sure Steven Spielberg uh, will sign off. He hasn't yet, but we think he'll be down with it. Uh. No. No Spielberg. No. Nope. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I love it. David Letterman. All. He's a grouch. <laughs> He's well, a grouch. He can't be. Yeah. It's kind of cute. All right. And then Margot Robbie, you know, she was so fantastic in I, Tanya. We yep. were wondering what we're going to see her in next. There's a trailer out for a movie called Terminal. And uh, it seems like she might be a spy or something in looking at this, uh, you know. She's a femme fatale. Yeah, femme fatale. Yep. It follows the tale of two hitmen and a teacher battling a terminal illness, a janitor, and a diner waitress, Margot Robbie, who's living a dangerous double life. Sounds kind of good. It does.
So anyway, Simon Pegg is in it, and uh, Mike Myers, Max Irons. Max Mike Irons, Myers has not been in a movie for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. Max Irons, who we yes. kind of fell in love with him with, I can't remember what show, he's Jeremy Irons' son. Yes, oh, He played the that? king. I don't know if we saw him in... Um, uh, my we sh- saw him we in, liked him in Austin S- Power. He, no, no, I, no, no, I'm, no, no, no. Look at Max Irons. Yeah. We saw him in some historical fiction show. I want to say, hmm. I just can't remember what it was, but we were obsessed oh, with Oh, the White him. Queen. Yes, the White oh, Queen. Oh, gosh, he's beautiful. <laughs> he's beautiful. Yeah, so that is called Terminal. I'm not sure when it... 2018. Yeah, it comes mm-hmm. out sometime, but uh, anyway. Mm. All right, listen, we come back. We got Elizabeth and the Dirt Alert. Um. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello. Well, hi, girls. Hello. Hi. It's nice to be with you. We got lots of dirt. Okay, All right, tell us what's going on. All right, let's start with um, Elton John, shall we? Invitations right. have gone out for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's wedding, but Elton John has not received his invitation yet. He talked to BBC Two Radio this morning. Well, well, he's been out of town and traveling. <laughs> why? Why, why do we he... think he's going to be? Because he he's he... very good friends with Diana. He was friends well, with she's Diana. Dead. Yeah. I know. He just celebrated. He's been his... dead twenty years. That's true. His seventy first birthday. He did attend the wedding of Kate Middleton and Prince William oh. in two thousand eleven. Yeah, and he performed at Diana's funeral. You guys. Yes, I mean, right. I it, it feels like he should go, but yeah, all right. he it probably it's. It's Probably. Not, he hasn't even he hasn't been, been home. home. That's what I keep saying. Yeah. yeah. He says we haven't had an invitation yet, but I'm sure it will show up. I mean, he's he's been knighted. Don't be a whiny little bitch, Elton. <laughs> yeah, I would say. <laughs> he, should, he needs to hear that straight talk in several instances in his life, I think, yeah. that he needs to. Who called him a deer last week? <laughs> Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Oh, yeah, that man. was funny. I love these these old guys <laughs> just going after each other. Yeah. It's like the new cat fight. It's, it's so fantastic. Rod, it, yeah. It's really amazing. But he said, I emailed her. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about Laura Ingraham on uh, Fox News. Advertisers, including TripAdvisor, Nestle, and Wayfair, dumped her show after she slammed this uh, Parkland survivor. Yes. Listen, she... She kind of you don't pick on a high school kid and make fun of him not getting into a college when... That's... You're already embarrassed doing... It's his story. Six of the twelve. Yeah. I mean, what more... She was... Expedia, pet food company, Nutrish... Um, Wayfair, I mean, it goes on and they have said that some of them have pulled their ads. Others say we do not plan to continue advertising on this oh. particular program. Is Laura Ingram going to join Bill O'Reilly in a sad bunker? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe just tweeting bitterness after this. Because that's all Bill O'Reilly does. Don't, don't take, I mean, here's the thing I would tell this, David. I mean, I'm glad he didn't ignore her, but he could ignore her because he's already changed the world. Well, here's what yeah. he did, though. What was so interesting. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, she um, she tweeted out David Hogg rejected by four colleges to which he applied and whines about it. Mm-hmm. That was the original tweet. Right. Um, and then he wrote back, um, pick a number one through 12, contact the company next to that number. And he said, top Laura Ingram advertisers and went through sleep number AT&T. I mean, the whole list. Yeah. And that's what happens. And, I mean, and he had it up like within yep. two hours of her trying to troll him. You're and- absolutely right. And so there you go. Then she went and apologized. And then he tweeted that he would only accept it if you denounce the way your network has treated my friends and I in this fight. It's time to love thy neighbor, not mudsling at children. Whoa. That's what David I would Hogg agree had to say. Because Fox has been relentless on yep. these kids. It's absolutely just disgusting. It is well, disgusting. It's just, yeah. And the thing is, is that you can disagree with the route that they're taking, but to personally pick on children but, who have been the victims of a horrific yeah. tragedy is not and the a route good that idea. they're taking is as old as democracy right. and that yes. is we the people elect you to represent our views right. and this not, is their issue we the businesses give money to people i still like my dad's idea that all the congressmen and senators Should everybody patches. they have to wear patches like the jumpsuits like the nascar people of all the places oh. they take yeah, money they from take i absolutely from. love yeah. that idea Lori. i think it's i think that's brilliant <laughs> i know yeah it definitely has people questioning i mean where is the money coming from and i if this you know and regardless of of the, these types of tragedies, I think when we hit a point, I mean, you know, the last election was like a billion dollars, you guys. Yeah. And you hit it's a point gross. where it's just like, nobody can be elected without being like ex- insanely wealthy or taking corporate donations or, or both. Or or can, can we make a change by getting people off their butts and educating themselves and voting and talking and demanding answers from the people we elect in office? Yeah. Are people stronger than the money? I mean, that's kind of what these kids are, are betting on because yeah. there are 3.2 million high school kids that will be of age next November. Yeah, it shows you to the power of social media and how putting out a message, what kind of impact that, that can have. Look at the Circle Me Bird situation. <laughs> it's back! You're I mean, right! I can't Twitter? even believe this one. That one went really? away Did and it came back! Win, Donnie? Yeah. Uh, no, it's still an extra innings. The people uh, spoke. You're right, Elizabeth. Spoke. It was Circle Me Burnt, and then it was like a whole just, wait, what? You're taking this away? This is terrible. And then the backtracking happened so fast, your head was probably spinning on 94. Backtrack. It was. Okay, so stars are still buying out Love, Simon screenings. We talked about this uh, last week that Kristen Bell bought out a screening of Love, Simon at Southdale and encouraged Minnesotans to go and see the movie because she loved it so much. Lots of stars are buying out screenings in their hometowns. The movie came out on March 16th. Neil Patrick Harris, he and his husband David Burtka wanted to pay it forward with their buyout in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Kristen Bell, of course, did it. Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family. Um, and they and then there are also um, like soccer players 
and social media influencers cool. who are buying out the theater to get people to go and see this movie. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I think that's cool, too. I want to see this movie. I know. I it's do, too. It's by Greg Berlanti, our guy who does Riverdale, and oh, he's done all these yes. TV shows. It's his first uh, directorial, oh. his first movie, you yeah. know, so he's, he's never done that before. It's he's cool. been king of TV. Jennifer Garner, who's in the movie, she um, bought out a theater in Charleston, West Virginia, her hometown, too. Yeah, I mean, remember, straight kids don't have to come out of anything right. and announce it. Like, it's even though we've made a lot of amazing advances, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a, still a, a unique experience, yep. and it's something that only, you know, the gay or uh, bi or trans, mm-hmm. you know, that's a unique experience. Yeah, you can, re- they can remember. Still hard. Yeah, you can remember when you had to make yeah, the decision to talk about it. Yeah, none of us had to you know like go up i didn't say to my mom and dad i i really like boys and i'm curious about what they feel like in corduroy pants (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh sorry i just don't even know how to respond to that one but yeah i just saw kenny's head and i just (laughs) wanted to see if i could get a reaction sorry i wasn't uh, he wasn't even sorry damn it i just threw that out there to see if you're listening we need a rewind button for kenny uh ryan seacrest's accuser filed a police report did you uh, read her open letter, Elizabeth? No, I haven't read the whole it's thing good. yet. Is it, it is powerful. Yep. Wow. She says uh, that and um, NBC did not interview 10 of the witnesses she provided, mm-hmm. including her therapist and boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. She says so much for let's believe the women, right? We believe you, Susie Hardy. That's what she goes on to say. Those who work with Ryan seem to hope I will just go away. Well, I'm not going away. I recently contacted the LAPD and filed a police report, so I'm guaranteed a real investigation this time. Seacrest. Wow. Man, she says Seacrest lawyers are the same team representing Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Yeah, and he's the one who made this public. He's the one who went to the Hollywood Reporter when he was, quote unquote, cleared by his own internal investigation. And he called her a liar and said she extorted him and all of that. And she's like, okay, if I'm a liar and I extorted you, let's see the proof. And why don't you sue me? Yeah. Why isn't any of that happening? And why did she get fired two weeks after she made an official complaint? Yeah, all these things. It's are not, not good. guys. It's not consistent, right? No, no it I, isn't. Ryan, I think something's going to happen to Brian. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Thanks, all right, friends. Listen, that's Thank our you. theory, and we're sticking <laughs> yeah. to it. We've got other theories Thanks, when, we, when we come back from the traffic report. She has a theory. Julia, one of these theories will surprise you and one will not. Now, before we went to the break, you did say you had a theory that Ryan Seacrest is he's going down. I really do think something's going to happen big. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but I don't know. There's a it feels like there's a cover up going on with it. It kind of does, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it does. does. All right. So we'll see if our theory on that. Before we came back, I said, I always get afraid when you have theories. Oh, I I said to Lori off the air, Donnie, I'm always afraid of Lori's theories. Where where are we going with this? Okay. I think one of these theories will surprise you and (laughs) one will not. They both are, uh, I do have some research to back up some of the theories, but I have. Um, I don't know what, when, what situation in my life, uh, 
It might have been led you to when be I Mona married. Chandra? When I married number two, the crazy guy, yeah. and 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 I remember after all of that happened, and I was looking back on all the clues that were given to me. For some reason, I had become disconnected from my gut instinct, like it, intuition, and from all your friends. But no, I wasn't. I still had all my friends. No, but you didn't listen to one thing we told you. No, but I mean, the most important person to listen to it's is yourself, yourself right. yes. wouldn't you say? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. And your mom and dad, if, if you like them and they get along and they're not, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I did not Trust listen. And I had always been followed my instinct. Yeah, I can think of a couple times, like you know, maybe I can think when of I someone got you haven't. Yeah, when I haven't, but like <laughs> but with more, big things, yes. with big things. Like okay. I remember with my first husband, even though I loved him and I was crazy about him, I know I didn't love love him. Like I really didn't have. Like I remember actually thinking, well, you know, if it doesn't work out, you know, I mean, if you I'm think, young. if you think about <laughs> wow, that, that's not the right way to go into marriage. Following your gut right, instinct, and I remember thinking, hmm, I don't think so. Anyway. If you you need you need to follow you need to follow your nose that nose that are coming from your gut instinct. Mm-hmm. The research uh, shows it, and um, we just need to maybe we got to say it out loud sometimes. Maybe you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "No, I am not going out with that person or this or doing that." I know it doesn't work. How can you get people? I don't know what the, that is, but how? Can you get people to pay attention to that? Well, I guess it's falling on your face and then realizing it afterwards is how I had to find out. I had to find out the hard way. I wish it would have been easier. Yeah. I know, but sometimes it's the only way. No, I know it is. So what does the research say about it, though? When you, when it, you it's disconnect. It's good for you. It's good for you to follow your instinct. Right. It is. It, it, it is, is real. And people real. will try to talk you out of it sometimes, too. Yes, you are right. And you're like, you know, I've got a gut feeling. Yeah. You've done this. You and I have done this about people. Mm-hmm. And oh, I really. I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I got a gut feeling. And then you, too. And yes. you're and I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. So follow it. It's better for you. And also the other thing is that actually saying this is unrelated, but just saying no to more things is better for your body, your stress, your mind that people are too. And probably women are more guilty of this. We say yes to more things Mm -hmm. than we want to. And then we regret it afterwards. And it's a very stressful thing to do. And just get used to saying, I was was telling my 30-year-old girls at the bowling alley, I said, you girls are just starting to come into just baby no years. You wait, just wait. By the time you're 50, you'll flip and say no to everything that you don't want to do. That you really don't want to do. And it's better for you to say no. But... I mean, guys do it too. Guys are way better at it. Oh, I'll just pay. I'll give you money for it. it. Yeah, yeah. are better at saying <laughs> yes, no. Yes. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, you don't want to get disconnected from your gut. Go ahead and say no to the stuff. Uh, you know, you don't need to be a people pleaser. It's incredibly liberating sometimes to say and no. And when you're fake about being a people pleaser, everyone knows it anyway. Uh, yeah, they do. Okay, now this one, this theory. <laughs> you may have had this theory. It surprised me what's behind it. So you were just on vacation. Yes, I was. How were you recording and taking a lot of photos? Were you capturing many moments of your vacation or were you just doing here and there? Here and there. I don't spend time on my camera. It's not, I'd rather be in the moment. All right, listen to this. 
they did this research. Am I supposed to be? Someone else, though, does take photos of every moment. Okay, I'm going to tell you why, what's happening. Using our smartphones to constantly take photos is making us lose our memories because you're so distracted by getting the right shot that you forget... You're not giving... So here's the research, okay? It takes away from the moment by focusing on the shot yeah. mm-hmm. and shifts our memory. And this changes what the way we recall what has happened in our own lives. And that using smartphones constantly becomes this giant source of distraction and sharing the photos on social media makes taking them less fun and what's actively i agree with this 100 yes. because i feel like instagram is pressure i haven't posted anything Lori, in so yeah. long yeah that's okay i i just can't stand it i feel uh, like it's pressure the instagram fans they We're stand sorry. with us okay so it is making us because you can't remember what you see you forget the thing you wanted to capture because you're so busy doing that mm-hmm. that what it does is that in an in-depth feature on the psychology of smartphone photography in Vox, attention is key to forming a lasting memory. Neurons in your brains link together the sensation that you get that creates the memory. Sure, how you feel in the moment. Yes, and mm-hmm. if you're distracted by taking that photo, that information is never stored, and that sensation isn't registered. I'll just give you an example okay, of please. when I did this, and I'm so, so glad, even though I remember feeling some anxiety. So when I went on my safari with my dad to Tanzania, right? I just... I. I decided that when we were going to be out on safari, that I was going to be looking through my eyes and not through the camera, mm-hmm. taking photos. Right. I knew, A, other people would take photos. 100%. And yeah. I wanted to just, I don't want to say the word feast, because sometimes we did see the animals eating, you know. But you world. wanted to be in the moment. I wanted my eyes to drink in every moment, because I didn't know when I'd ever be back to the savannas right. of the Serengeti right. or... You know, and there were uh, um, there were like six of us in each Range Rover, and I remember this one guy. He he spent the entire time looking through his camera. Mm-hmm. He videotaped and took still photos of everything, and he was the most disconnected when we'd get back to the camping site. After the day's thing was over, because he didn't experience it and share the looks, he was with sitting other and looking at his photo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never looked up. You know, yeah, my dad, yeah. you know, was good about like taking this pictures. Makes so much sense here and there, and that trip is just burned in my memory. And I never, and I remember thinking at the time, I should be videotaping. No. I should be taking more photos, mm-hmm. and I just didn't. I don't. I I might have taken sex. Yeah. And one of my favorite ones was when I was laying on a beach chair. Yeah. And a little kid is pushing a truck in front of me, just his cute outfit yeah. in front of the ocean, pushing a truck. I took a video. You can't see his face, and yeah, I was going to yeah. post it. I haven't done anything yeah, yet, but right. it just made me happy. That was it, because he kept going back and forth back in front and of forth, me. And you're just drinking in him I'm with your I'm just like, that is such a great kid memory. So how the researchers did this... I believe this, this 100%. They took a few hundred people on a self-guided tour of a church. 
Okay. Okay. This is what the psychology. Mm-hmm. This was uh, done by uh, the Journal of Experimental Social Psychology, and on the tour, people were encouraged to take notes of what they saw and what things looked like. One group had iPods, iPads with cameras, and took photos, and the other group didn't have any cameras. Okay. A week later, they all they had a quiz. Okay. And the people without cameras could answer. Seven out of ten questions about what they saw, and people who had cameras could only uh, identify four to five things out of ten. Think of it when you're trying to set up a picture you don't hear right. You're mm-hmm. you're losing. I don't. I so the very event one hundred percent. The very event you're trying to preserve is will keep you from remembering. This is why people. Hire somebody to do their wedding photography or whatever. Because if you have a family member or a friend that does it, they don't get to enjoy Uh it. They're not experiencing it. You know, I, Lori, this is, I love this. So that. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's how we form memories is by drinking it in and our brain fires and then we feel a feeling and that cements the thing. But if you're always looking through long-term memories of specific events, recall full interaction mm-hmm. with and, your eyes and you know what they always say happiness is moments yeah. strung together yeah it's not like a, an extended period of time and if you can't experience it i i i can't stand selfies or any of that stuff anymore i just yeah ever since i heard it starts your nose too well and also <laughs> also also they also I found think- out that sharing photos makes the process of taking them less fun because everyone becomes more self-conscious yeah well and then everyone wants you to send it to them and everyone's you gotta do all the in a third person perspective mm-hmm. and if you stay in the first person perspective you feel the genuine emotion I so love this. I think that's so true. I bet yeah. we have all had this experience. Somebody showing you a a vacation photo, and you ask them, "Oh, what is this? A what is this a they photo?" Have no of? Idea. And they can't tell you what it is. No, they don't know. And they took the photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I know. So anyway, that one. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Whatever it takes, Imagine Dragons, whatever it takes. Okay, so Julia. Yes, dear. The favorite headline today, even though we don't believe it, the Sci-Fi Channel says Sharknado is done after its sixth movie. The next movie that comes out, this is a dark day for CGI sharks everywhere. If this is true. It's a shame. 
I love watching that show <laughs> through the eyes of Twitter. You said that. It's so fun. Yeah, I'm I'm the I, snark and the shark is real. I yep, never yep. ever ever watch watched Shark, one. No, shark never Nato. Never. Nope, never even. It, you know what I think it reminds me of why I might be so fond of some of these cheesy things is Growing up on military bases, we had to watch so many B movies that sure. would come overseas to the base movie theater. Yeah. We didn't get first run. Okay. So I watched like all these B horrible movies. B And you feel at home? I do, Julia. You're one with That's B You're for one sure. with all and the fakeness. with some of these <laughs> like TV shows that I like like Sirens, you know, which is National International Mermaid Day. There's a reason Sirens is premiering on Freeform tonight. It's International Mermaid Day, which you did not tell us about earlier. I can't believe I Very forgot disappointed that one. I'm sorry. Huge oversight. I'm sorry. It really it is. Yeah. You know those mermaid tails, those custom. Oh yeah. Didn't you post one last week, Donnie? We had a guy. A guy. That but had the, one for sixteen hundred to two thousand dollars. I remember when they did a story at the Renaissance when they added mermaids. Out to the at the Renaissance, they're mermaids that are in a tank with their, you know. I don't ever remember them having oh, mermaids no, in a tank. No, that's new. It's just oh. new in the last couple oh, of years. Oh, okay. And the, the, the people who are mermaids, like they they really have amazing upper body strength tails that oh, are custom tails. made for them. Well, remember the mermaid mm-hmm. gift for the elephant, blue elephant gift at the cookie exchange? How oh, everyone yes. wanted Every- my mermaid tail that I bought. Yes, that was a good one. People like that. And where did you get your mermaid tail? Um, Walmart. Uh, her burgers. Her burgers. Oh that's right. Yeah, you don't go down. No. Yeah. So, Laura, you'll have to uh, read about the uh, the mythology of the sirens. It's pretty interesting. What well, they I, ever, were. we know they're the sirens on the rocks that would yes. call the They would call the ships, the ships yes. Yeah, to, Donnie, my okay. gosh. I, I didn't know you knew that. Yeah, I know. Okay. We, don't we all know fairy tales and the sirens and all that? <laughs> st- don't we all know that? Yes. Isn't that part of Ariel, too? Was that part of that story? I have no She's the most, idea. Is she the most famous mermaid? mermaid? She had the most Ariel. beautiful voice ever. Oh. At the Disney yes. Frozen on Ice that I went to. I could Was it gorgeous, her voice? Well, just the girl who played the mermaid. You know, she had a fantastic Remember when wig. we saw the, the real Ariel sang for us at a Carlson travel show in, at Disney World? Or at the Saddlebrook? Girl who, who the girl who played the, the real her? Ariel. I don't remember that. And yeah, I don't remember and that. Marie Frozen Osmond. on Broadway, by the way. If anyone was planning to see it, it's getting terrible reviews. Oh, it is. Yeah, maybe back to the drawing board for that. All right, one. all right, Donnie, what do you got? We're just. Oh, I was just reminiscing uh, about this uh, famous uh, mermaid sound. Is this, do you remember this one? Is that Daryl Hannah in Splash? <laughs> Daryl Hannah in Splash. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when is Splash yeah. coming out? The reverse Splash, where it's going to be a merman. Sounds- Fun. Isn't it going to yeah. be about a merman this yes. time? I would assume so if it's yeah. reverse. Um, I always wanted to believe in mermaids. M- mermaids and mermen. In fact, the one and only time I ever took mushrooms, I had an encounter <laughs> with a mermaid on the corner of 7th <laughs> no, and Grand Avenue. I was on Burnside Lake. <laughs> 
I was on birds. And you took like, wild mushrooms. I yes, wild mushrooms, mm-hmm. and I hadn't eaten any breakfast, which oh, was that's... a bad, bad mistake. And oh my then, gosh! Uh, my husband strapped me at the time. My husband at the time strapped me into a life vest because I was like the merman. I can see him at the bottom <laughs> of the lake. They're calling me, and I'm going to go be a mer woman with them, uh-huh. mermaid. And so he strapped you up he, yes. in a life jacket because he didn't know if you were going to dive in and where you. And I did. Up. I did. And the vest keeps you from going down. <laughs> okay. Lori, thank you for sharing that psychedelic moment. Oh, that was really that. Lori, that I've whole... never heard this story before. Oh, Julia, that was that was the day I pooped in the lake, too. <laughs> okay. That's really no, no, way I want to eat more. too much. No, tell, me oh, tell me the you story. Gotta eat. Yeah, no, yeah. You tell gotta eat. Tell me the story. You pooped in the lake? Julia, I got a real sick So... <laughs> Well, then why did you go in the lake? He pulled up to an island, Jeez. even though we had a, a cabin. But you know, yeah, we had a, I had our cabin, but we were a long way away. Was everyone with you on this? We were journey? just with another couple. Okay, Jill, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, anyway, uh, we pull up, and I'm laying on my elbows in the sand with my vest still on, just going, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> So let's go in the water. I don't feel good. And the next thing you know, something is bobbing. And my husband goes, did you just poop in the lake? It's like Caddyshack with the, with the baby Ruth bark. My stomach is so upset. And why did you go into the water? Well, that it's so- solid because you don't want that on your legs. I mean, I'm all... I didn't know what to do. It was <laughs> just terrible. Oh, oh, God. Larry. Now I only have like two things left to confess out loud on the air. That do was one of them. you have two left? Oh, yeah, at least. Just probably two. Yeah. Okay. I've confessed no. almost everything. I also fainted in the dining room lodge that night. <laughs> you, If you eat wild mushrooms, you have to lay a base. Yeah. Just yeah. like alcohol. Oh, I never is... went. I never did that again. I was just like, okay, <laughs> that is not this, happening yeah. again. <laughs> such... I, even though I liked the whole merman experience <laughs> I thought I was going to have, I did not like the... <laughs> the well, most beautiful uh, lake in the world. I can't I believe I just did no, that. And you now I'm I love that you thought the there lake. were mermans out there. Yeah. Well, what? it's going to be Channing Tatum. What? What? Is the merman. The merman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be fun. Oh, Channing fun. Tatum that's gonna splash that's reboot totally as the merman. That's going to be fun. Then I'm, I'm telling you, though, Twins that lost. whole story could be, like, if anyone ever needs, if you write a movie, go ahead and write that in. You know, if it's like you're doing they, a camp thing and people up up at a lake, yeah, and you just need a scene, go ahead and, and use that. The lady who took magic mushrooms, looking for the merman, and then pooped her pants or pooped in the lake. Pooped in the lake, it bobbed it's right so out. It's so delicate. <laughs> it's a classy show, folks. No, Lori is just. It is <laughs> most of the time. Well, not now, but sometimes. Yes. I had a friend who did magic, magic mushrooms <laughs> and tried to walk home from a state two states away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's... It, and I'm glad I was in a controlled environment. Yes, exactly. You know, on the mm-hmm. lake in a boat with kind of responsible people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Nowhere. There really isn't nowhere. anywhere to it, go. Look at the time. I mean, look, oh, I mean, Lori and I are going to the Minnesota it, Wild tonight. Oh, that's right. You're yes. playing a, it's a big game. Dallas. Yes. Yeah, the, they're not the game? Minnesota North It is a big game. It's the, the, they only have a few left, and they're still jockeying for playoff position. It's a big one. We're so playing yes, the Dallas is, Stars, Lori. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, we used to be Lord. our team. Lori and I are, you know. Going to be in the suite, guys? Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, come but, by and say hi to their people. Why is Laura laughing about the sweet? Do she doesn't know. She doesn't. I don't know. I'm She's just. just I'm laughing that she told that story out loud. Well, I'm <laughs> I've got a few, but I'm saving mine. <laughs> Try and top that. I only one. have like two I, left no, that I can really embarrassing terrible anything. stories. I don't have anything about pooping places. All right, we got Not go. yet, anyway. All right, we got to go. Back. So